Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very, very well, Sarah. How are you doing? It's Wednesday evening. Yeah, it's it's Wednesday. Yeah. We actually were not going to record at all this week. Um, but due to scheduling last week and, you know, just twist of fate, we're just like, oh, screw it. Yeah. We, we, there's been a lot of good content. However, Will, I have to tell you, as much yeah. as it's good content, I am very worried that I have forgotten, A, everything that happened in Stranger Things. And even the boys, I'm still like, okay, what what all happened? Yeah. Um, and Superman and Lois, yeah. Yeah, I probably know, like, two things that happened during that finale. So, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, you know, as we as, as always, once we start talking and, and, and the, the memory will get jogged and stuff. And, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just glad we were able to, to record this week. I know there was a lot of great content. And I know we were originally planning on talking about Stranger Things later this month, but due to... The Rona catch it with me. I uh, yeah, I was able to watch it this weekend, and and uh, yeah, here, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's that's another weird thing. We were doing scheduling a last last like two weeks ago, and yeah. we were talking about how like oh well, it's it's a we have to skip this week due to travel plans, and then we have all of this content because of Thor, which you're gonna have to remind me. I have to go see. <laughs> I yeah, know Star's Friday. I yeah. know more is happening, but a part of me doesn't realize it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and Stranger Things, we were gonna kick it off for two weeks, which is hilarious because I binged it the first night it dropped because I was so worried about spoilers. <laughs> um, I, I was. This is the first yeah. time in a very long time I was like, no, Twitter, you will not screw me over and tell me what happens because I've avoided all trailers, everything. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, we we will definitely talk about what I remember happening and my very very mixed emotions on this whole whole Stranger Things finale. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I have the same, and I know there. Speaking of Stranger Things, I know there were some some Stranger Things news today um, mm-hmm. about um, the Duffer Brothers, and and obviously Netflix is milking this cash cow because obviously, to no one's surprise, it of course is their like highest number level streaming pro- program. To date, you know, anytime Stranger Things stop, it, it always like breaks Netflix's own records, you know, as far as whatever preceded it, I guess it'll be Bridgerton, Bridgerton or, you know, something Ozark or whatever else. But yeah, they it, uh, looks like, yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say Squid Games. Yeah, that's <laughs> another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Netflix breaks. Yeah, they, 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 they basically break their own records each week. <laughs> yeah. With, with the, with their with their hot IPs, but yeah, this is the uh, yeah. I guess the Duffers are um, um, going to have several like I guess they f- they formed a production company I guess called Upside Down Pictures, and they are going like to be <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I guess they I said know, that it's just weird. It's just yeah. I mean they they're they're pulling a Star Wars thing. And and a and a DC thing, and I'm just like Duffer Brothers. You better have a good story 
to tell, like whether it's a prequel, sequel, distant cousin of Stranger yeah. Things, you you cannot retell the same story because FYI, that is one of the biggest complaints of the first few seasons of this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and even yeah, yeah. Story. <laughs> um, they didn't do that this season. They did something no. else, which we'll get to. But I, I just, I, I, this idea of, well, their success and capitalization on that success. And now we're not only doing our own, we're doing this additional project within this universe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm very anxious when, when people are like, well, we started with one story and now we're going to create a whole universe because that works out so well. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah. So there's that, and I guess they're the 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 twins said that they were that the, the idea behind this new company is they you know they they want to tell um, they want to go stories that meet at a place where ordinary meets extraordinary, big big spectacle to coexist with um, character development and. Um, and heart over cynicism. I'm paraphrasing what they said, but those are that was sort of the main points of of, of what they they're hoping to achieve with this with this new upside down pictures and some of these. I guess there's spin off. There's like a spin off. Apparently, it's an original story that they have set in the Stranger Thing universe. They're doing a um, a stage play on Stranger Things as well. And then apparently, there's a couple. There are like a, I think two or three original things that they're doing as well. As well, one of them is like a uh, adaptation of well, one original series, and then they're doing adaptations of uh, Death Note, which is a anime manga series that apparently Netflix did a live. Did, this will be a live action adaptation, and apparently Netflix did a movie of this same anime um, some right. time ago. That failed disastrously yeah yeah and then they're doing an adaptation of a stephen king novel the talisman it's part of their new their, their their new five ip adventures with with netflix um, as they try to milk milk the duffers for everything <laughs> yeah I, I don't like it i i don't i don't like this whole cash cow thing because i have I don't know how much magic is left. Um, I mean, this show as good and yes, it gets a lot of viewers, but it definitely has its highs and lows, yeah, especially as the seasons go on. Yep. Yeah, but there is. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because there is a sort of archetype. There is a sort of structure now that that they can't. They've, re- they've, re- they've reshuffled it so many times now that season, you know, season five, they got to bring something totally different to to close at least this part of the, the Stranger Things universe out. And I know, we, well, I know we'll get, well, do you want to no, go, do you wanna go ahead? Now. So what were your thoughts about it? Okay, they totally pulled the Lord of the Rings. I felt like this season ended five times within the same episode. I really didn't like Papa, like the episode Papa, which Mm -hmm. was the, um, um, I forget what you call it, but yeah, that episode, it was short. It was short. (laughs) It's still an hour and a half long, 
but yeah. it was short considering how long these episodes have been. I understand the purpose of it. You needed that quote unquote calmness mm -hmm. to set everything up. Um, but at the same time, the, it left, we left off on such a climactic moment that yeah. got resolved within, I think, in the span of five minutes at the very start of that episode. And then we just had this pro prologue to the actual finale play out. So as much as I understand the mechanics of why that episode is needed and you can't take it out, and I'm not trying to say to throw that episode away, I'm just saying, like, I, I really, they built up so much tension that to then have it resolved so quickly and, and then build up more anxiety, or not anxiety, but building up to the actual finale, which the actual finale is, I think, two and a half hours long. Yeah. And um, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. This is two and a half hours long. And yet we're having this, like, three storyline, oh, my God, who's going to die moment, yeah. I think, an hour and a half in. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then we get an hour and a half of epilogue. I don't understand. <laughs> so I had I had a lot of pacing issues with it. Mm. Um and and I'm just gonna get right into the very end. Um first of all, Sadie. Okay, Millie Bobby Brown got a Emmy Award nomination, if I'm not mistaken. Um mm -hmm. Sadie should get one, okay? Yeah. Because that yes. girl acted her ass off this entire season. Probably the best character. Um, yeah. and I actually thought that they were going to do it and I, and I was mad at first that they were going to kill her and, but they didn't kill her. They put her in a coma or maybe they didn't, but I just, I don't, I, I love that character so much. I don't want to, I didn't want to go into season five without her, mm -hmm. but at the same time, as much as Eddie's death was meaningful, he wasn't a core character and I they I feel like they really needed to kill Sadie or at least one of the core kid characters. Yeah, yeah I know kid killer. Um <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just I, I feel like they they played it way too safe in that there that moment that they really could have uh quadrupled the stakes for season five. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, I, I agree with you on the the Papa episode of, of the, you know, because I watched it, I guess, uh, sad Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and and yeah, I mean, there really were not to me any major, really, the only real standout moment was when Papa died, in in that episode. I mean, I think, um, you know, there. Some of the things I had issues with is they still don't know what to do with Will and Jonathan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Other than, I mean, Will is just, okay, we get it. You love Mike. You weep. Yeah, I saw, like, the best, like, I saw the best meme on Twitter as far as, uh, you know, uh, you know, where people poking fun at that whole thing, like, 
why doesn't Mike like react? And the reason why is because Will in that bad haircut. <laughs> well, Will and Mike in a bad haircut. Mike yeah. didn't have a lot going, but Mike was totally put on the bench this entire season. Yeah, and I, I personally fan of that choice. Um, mm. And part, I guess, part of the reason why I didn't like the episode Papa is Mike probably had the most to do in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. Um, but I completely agree with you. So what were your thoughts of that very random moment that felt like it should have been in a different season entirely between Jonathan and Will? Like that came out of nowhere. Like it was towards the end. Yeah. And and like all of a sudden Jonathan's like, you know, I'll always be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just the thing is, you know, they're so out. There's there's so what's frustrating to me is they're all it's like we can only have one openly out character in this show with Robin. Mm. And and it's like, okay, and I keep teasing with Will. I don't know if it's like, you know, we know he is gay. Just go ahead and 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 I guess that's what they were. You know, I, I didn't know, like. Were they gonna like do this like heartfelt moment between the brothers and you know and and, and to your point about them staying safe, this is where they, I think they went safe again because they could have had they were gonna have this they had this heartfelt moment between Will and Jonathan. And then I was yeah. like, Oh and then I was like, Will they do it there? Will they do it? I kept, you know, I was like really hoping that they would just go ahead and, and let Will share what he's feeling and in that moment and then I felt all this, they, they, they have this moment and then there's really no real payoff other than just like, just the real, like very, okay, we got to have something for these two guys to talk about moment. And then, yeah. and, and then they went, went on. I, I just felt that was in a, a good scene and a good emotional moment that was wasted in, in, in that particular episode. Um, because, th- because even in the, in the van ride, when they were in the, in the desert, with Will and and Mike and and their talk sharing that moment and you know Will show, you know open finally like shows him the the thing that he had sketched and 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 all and 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 it was an important moment it did do a setup thing of like helping Mike realize like hey I, you know I need to tell L how I feel so whenever they do end up later in the pizza parlor in the piggyback moment and you know that's you know we needed that setup mm-hmm. but at the same time it was just like y'all are teasing it and then yeah. you just left it on the table and it just really pisses it just pisses me off like i said it's like i can only have one out character in the show and maybe they'll do it finally in season five who knows well i think they could also just kill will in the final season mm-hmm. Because True. he was the first one to get captured yeah, in season one. True. And the fact that now he's back in Hawkins and is, man, if, I would make a reference right now, but I don't think he would get it because he didn't watch the show. But he just, he's, he's all knowing now about what's going on. He's like, I still feel him, which means he was marked too. And so they might do a trade-off of like Will sacrifices himself, and then that's how they get um, they get Max back. I keep calling her yeah. Sadie, but they get Max back. 
um, because he ultimately, I don't, I don't know. I, there, there's still a tie and they try, they played with it in season two. And I, ironically, I feel like this, these last two episodes reinforced why Will is an important character, even though they did all of that teasing with him being gay, which he may not just be gay. He could be bi. He actually may be in love with like both of them and wanting it to be a a triangle type of thing, like a legit triangle, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) if you will. Um, so he, I, I feel like they kind of randomly put that Jonathan and Will moment in there and some other moments with Will hinting at how much of a role he will be playing in this last season, potentially being the one to die, um, um, get killed off. I just, one of the kids have to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I like your, and I think you're right. I mean, I think of the of the people, other than Eleven, Will has the has the most understanding of the upside down and, and Vinka. Yeah. So, yeah. So Eleven and Max now. I mean, yeah. Max is kind of on the bench, and and mm-hmm. I will as much as I'm still I'm so torn about this choice. Um. Probably one of the standout moments of these two episodes was when they they flashed to what really what what else saw when they went into Max's mind while she was in a coma. That hit me really yeah, hard. It did. And then they did that like five times with other random stuff, and I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't keep doing this where you start a conversation immediately cut go to something else make the viewer forget about it and then mm-hmm. like like this is a two and a half hour episode guys yeah yeah <laughs> 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 true true yeah that that was um yeah you, you're right it was the lord it definitely was the lord of the rings ending with the with the uh with the finale um but uh yeah but you know the other the one thing I like, you know, you know, getting back to the episode of Papa itself before we hit to, hit to, hit the finale, um, I did like, like I said, I, I'm, I did like the way that L did Eleven finally did have that last bit of closure with with the lab. And, and with Papa himself, and they didn't do this thing where Papa got his absolution as he was begging for, you know, right there in in the desert. I, I'm glad they didn't go that that safe route and and, and the predictable route and and do that kind of like thing where Papa, you know, where Eleven says, "I forgive you, Papa." Da da da. I'm so she was like, "Nope, done with you. <laughs> you messed my life too many times, and um, you know, you you're getting what you." You know, you're getting what you deserve. I I fast forward through a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be completely honest. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole toying with the helicopter, all of that. Like yeah. I just, I was like, and then I, yeah. I was never invested in this whole like Papa, but I hate you kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I fast forward through. Okay. Well, yeah, I did that with I did that in the in the finale with the the Russia stuff. <laughs> so, I was proud of myself for most of the first episode. I watched 
quote unquote wash a lot of the Russian stuff. And then in the finale, completely fast forward through. <laughs> well, I, let me put it this way. When there was dialogue, I listened. When they were just like just running through with the Demogorgon, then as well, I was like, I don't need to see that. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> that's just like, yeah. just, that was yeah. kind of like get moved the action along a little bit. But um, but yeah, but, you know, but you know, getting to the finale and, and like talking about like stakes and, and, and head fakes, what they did, I mean, and. I, I like you. I I wondered if they were going to actually were going to actually kill Max. I I really did. I I was on the edge of my seat during that whole whole sequence because I was like, oh fuck, they're really going to do it. Um, the moment the headphones yeah gets broken, you're just you they they did that. So something I really appreciate about the structure of this finale, um, minus all of my critiques of it, is the um the bo- the football boyfriend of the mm-hmm. girl who dies in the very first episode i mean you he you see him throughout the entire season and you're kind of just like oh, i don't care he's new whatever that it's pointless but how much of a role he plays mm-hmm. in um totally ruining this plan it yeah. just, it just, I, I really liked it because it, it kind of, um, for a lot of this, I was like, where is everyone else in Hawkins? Like, mm-hmm. you got murder running around. Like, why are these people able to steal a camper and nobody sees them? Like, yeah. in the middle of daytime. Like, <laughs> yeah. where are you all? Um, but, but then I forget his name, but this character manages to stay present enough and you understand what he's going through and, and the misunderstanding that led him to, um, to become like totally come out this from the wrong perspective. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. And, and Lucas, like Lucas held court again, Lucas and Max, the actors who play those characters yeah. Really, for me personally, were the standouts this season. Definitely. Um, and 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 that like like I I felt more engaged during that fight sequence than the actual fight sequence with um. Ver, how do you pronounce it? Uh, Vinka. Vinka. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I yeah. I mean that. Yeah, because I mean. The your I compl- that whole sequence there in the in the in the, the house um definitely was yeah I mean I, I, like I said I was on the edge of my seat when Jason showed up you know and and the football and his teammate with, with um um Lucas's sister you know blowing up the whole plan you know she was in the in the yard and and. And I was worried about I was worried about her as far as like is she gonna get you know is she gonna get away from this football player and you know what's he gonna do to her and then when you know showing up in the I mean the tension when Jason was holding up had the gun pointed at Lucas and like you said when he broke the headphones and stuff and you knew where that where that was gonna go um, you know that that intensity really was just like at, at, at like level 11 <laughs> 12 and you know, as far as like the tension. Um, and then, um, 
And, and you're right. I mean, that was a great through line throughout the season. That the because you know, it's just how oblivious these folks. You know, all this stuff has happened in Hawkins for all these years, and they still think it's like tied to some, you know, satanic cult or some other things. And and it just shows how oblivious the folks are in town. And even after they have it, you know, even after, you know, they when they think they've won the battle, but they ended up losing the war because, you know, now the two Hawkins is now, you know, getting merged into the upside down. Um, you know, they, they, they're still like completely oblivious about what these, what these kids are doing, what's going on with these kids. And I mean, they, they're completely like, the kids are one side, but it's more about yeah. like how the, it's there's something wrong with the town. And that's why another scene I really like was yeah. when um, when you see them drive that return to Hawkins and all mm-hmm. of the cars are going in the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. a great scene, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just like, oh, we've now because there was this earthquake that happened um, among other things, like that Hawkins is no longer safe. And um, I, 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 I kind of wish there, like, that was a moment we left off on instead of everyone standing in the woods looking at yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was a weird moment. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's, um, I, I really like that moment at the end of the day. Um, I did too. I did too. And and I, and I like the finale. I will say, I mean, for a two and a half hour finale, I, I will say it is it, a buy for me. I, I really, I, I, I mean, granted, even with the, you know, a few moments where I did fast forward through some of the stuff in the Russian prison, um, even without that, even if, you know, those were the only places where I felt like the story kind of lagged a bit because I don't know, it was just, the whole Hopper and Russia thing, it just, I mean, I get, you know, and and, uh, and I get why that was an important part of the story. And I, and I thought they did do a good job of reconnecting everything again to, like, why this aspect needed to, you know, was important to explain parts here in Hawkins and then what was going on, you know, as or they what were. what has been going on this yeah, whole entire yeah. time. Like, yeah. I think I think I I still haven't really underst- understand it, um, but I I appreciate how they kind of a lot of the, what happened in the finale and the information the exposition you receive is kind of like you think that this is just for this season. No, like this guy has been pulling the strings the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he's been our ultimate bad. And this season is really just setting up for like the, the final moment, which again, is another thing that I'm still on the fence about where I'm just like, so, so you guys like hurt him, but you didn't actually kill him. And mm-hmm. now we actually have to have a showdown. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, yeah, it's a showdown. It's a showdown. I mean, and, I, and I guess that's the thing that I was saying that, uh, that you alluded to earlier, uh with with these spinoffs and also just within the current universe within the current show we've had some variation of this this story structure throughout the four uh, four seasons and and now going into the fifth one 
you know, don't tease us anymore with like, oh yeah, someone's gonna die unless somebody really is going to die. <laughs> because it's like, okay, y'all did it before. You didn't do, you know, you, even, you know, you did the little heartfelt thing with Steve. This, you know, whenever he was talking to Matt to Mike, Mike's sister, like, you know, trying to like, you know, we're gonna go to, down the trope of like this, the, you know, one of our lead characters talk about how they want to have a family and you know to tease that up and you know and and of course. You know, at the end of the day, they still just ended up killing Eddie, who was someone they just added this season. So, you know, don't do that. Don't do that in season five. If you're going to if you're going to tease something like that, then and I think you're right. It, it, it may end up being Will trading Will's life for for Max's. Or or maybe Eleven may end up sacrificing herself at the end of the day. No. I don't buy Eleven as a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't no. seem like a really sacrificial person to me. I right. mean, girl took forever, forever to wake up and regain her strength to the point True. where Max's sight was already taken. Her her limbs were already broken. Like, yeah. yeah. And then she has the audacity to bring her back. And like, what kind of life is that? Just hooked up to a machine. Hey. Yeah. I know. I, I clearly have a bias in this show, but um, <laughs> no, no, I right, no. you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Max is my favorite character too, to be honest. I mean, she really, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was like, y'all, y'all, y'all killing me. Y'all, y'all gonna do this? And then, but you know, but then once I did, I will say, I did breathe a sigh of relief, even though she's in a coma. I know, and they're playing that up for dramatic effect for the fifth season, where we know she'll come out of it and and all but yeah well, maybe she won't i i see yeah. i for for whatever reason a part of me is still like i i can't say for sure if she will come out of it i think she will i think she will be present mm -hmm. but i don't know if they are just not going to completely like no that girl dead that girl dead <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. now that she's actually able to like we're gonna hold her life in balance because of this whole thing we have going on um with Victa but and when Victa's gone then we can like Max is free to go off in peace but we have a bunch of other shows to talk about so yep, we can't yep. really spend forever with me just yeah. complaining <laughs> um but yeah that was Stranger Things season four Put a pin in that. Wait yep. for, I feel like people are saying forever for season five to come out. But by that point, I will have forgotten everything that happened in this season. So, you yeah. know, all good. All good. <laughs> um, another show ended recently that we haven't talked about in a while. So we're just going to do very cliff notes about this. Lois and Superman season two finale occurred. Guess what, guys? They saved the world. Okay, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, the, the funny thing about this finale, I will say, it wasn't so much, the, the main thing that I, that at least reaction from it, wasn't the story itself, but just one line that General Lane says that pissed everybody in the Arrowverse off, because, hello, this show's not in the Arrowverse. <laughs> that was really, like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the finale itself was okay. I mean, it pretty much, Ali was pretty much a meh villain for, for the season. Um, and, you know, and I, I you know, I, I, I liked that they did not, um, 
at the end, the Langs remained a divided household. They didn't do the happily ever after, you know, with with Kyle and Lana getting back together. And so, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that they did that. That was a very good thing for them to do, I think, as far as just from a dramatic standpoint, especially since they invested so much um, time in that story throughout the season. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I thought it was an okay finale as far as the, the, the finale itself. I mean, it was, you know, overall it was a very solid season. Uh, I think the Clark and, and Lois and the family are just you know, really enjoy the, the character beats and things that they do with the, with, with the story. And, you know, it's more about the family and the, and the action pieces of it is kind of like, yeah, it's there, but we're really, you know, it was really, I really, you know, from day one, I've always enjoyed the, the story that about the family itself more so than the action pieces that, that, that they have in this, in this series. I, and I think that's why this finale just fell a bit flat is because they definitely focus way more on the action pieces, set pieces that I don't think is going to hold up mm-hmm. <laughs> for time at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the CGI was pretty bad for me, but um, I agree. Like it's not that this show has fallen down, but I feel as though there there was a point this season where it escalated, and there were a lot of tension, a lot of good character arcs happening, but they they drug out this finale, like. Mm-hmm in the span of the last three or four episodes way too long. And so by the time they get to the final showdown, you're just like, yeah, okay. And, and I, I also don't know if the, I feel as though the fact that this show ended in June, mm-hmm. when we have the boys going on stranger things. We yeah. have, we have all of this other content that, the it's you it's really hard to um to get the same momentum yeah as a yeah. show that has six or seven episodes as compared to one that has like 16 episodes so yeah. I, I just i feel like the long running how how long this season went on for um it, it definitely did drag um yeah. but yeah. I, and I'm curious. I'm. I, I think the show is. Yeah, we'll see what they do next season. I, I appreciate they didn't do a lot of keezing for next season. They did. Um, so I like that. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes it more mysterious of where they're actually going to take these characters. But um, we're we're not going to spend too much time on this because the boys, the boys, the boys is just it's popping off. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, first we n- we never talked about hero gasm, no, and didn't. then we had this episode, like two fantastic back to back episodes, yes. where I think we were DMing each other, and we were just talking about hero gasm and the fact that that episode they 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 t- like you knew you knew there was going to be some weird sex stuff happening it's called hero gasm for a reason the warnings everything but the the showdown the first showdown between soldier boy and homelander and butcher and huey you like like that was a hero gasm so i really yeah like, that was that was the hero gasm. <laughs> like it was an unexpected. It was 
it was kind of it was unexpected for them to clash that early mm-hmm. but the the way all of these storylines continue to weave weave um around each other and get pulled into each other and combine it just blows my mind um because you had so many different things happening and and in the midst of all of this you had them recalls a a pivotal point from the first season from the first episode where Huey and A Train have this this moment where A Train who's realizing that yeah his Blue Hawk hurt his brother uh crippled his brother but A Train ain't no saint nope. <laughs> oh yeah that's in it. Done a lot of screwed up shit too including yeah. killing Huey's girlfriend and then and I honestly believed him when he apologized. But think. it is so aligned with this show for Huey not to believe him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was. It really was. I think A-Train did. It was a true heartfelt apology for, for him whenever he did that. And and But you're right. I mean, Ashley was like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Don't come in here, you know, trying to, like, ask for justice for for your brother when you you know when i've cleaned up all this stuff that you have done i mean you're and you're right i mean they were calling back stuff from season one and 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 i'm just really you know it's just like again this everything about this the hero gasm episode was just like genius i watched it again yesterday because i just you know been a been a bit and uh, just to refresh and like starting out with the imagine. <laughs> the what? Remember they started out with the 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 how you know how like during the um pandemic and everything. Yeah, imagine. Had, imagine, yeah. yeah, and and the Black Lives Matter and all that and all yeah. you know yeah, yeah. just it, it was just totally you know, everything about that episode. It was like near you know near perfect episode <laughs> of, of television. Because, you know, you're setting up, you know, it, it really just captures, like, the the, the, manipu- the, the media manipulation of, of, of the suits and what they, this construct they've built up in this, in this universe. And, and, and also just, pay, you know, holding a mirror, just like the mirror of, like, Homelander when he's talking to himself. Um, and well, I, I feel, I feel like that yeah. moment in particular is another yeah. moment of dozens throughout the entire sh- series um where where or where again it goes back to celebrity mm-hmm. and fame and this idea will capitalize on this tragedy yeah here's how we boost uh, like here's how we boost sympathy for our homelanders or rate give them i forget what they call it the points um, goodwill points by by having these characters pretend like they're actually sympathetic for yeah. regular people who die, even though they contribute to the deaths of all these soup lives matter. <laughs> yep, <sorry>. yep. <laughs> <laughs> but to to go back between with Blue Hawk and A Train, yeah. um, and Huey, like to to have his apology get rejected and then him go. I, on that run of a lifetime, um, 
at the, his own risk. And yeah. then I feel like the only time we see him in the following episode that aired this past week is when, when we find out he survived the run because yep. he got a new heart that was donated yep. by Blue Hawk. Blue Heart. Yep. <laughs> he, he got a soup heart. So now like you have this character who we've seen throughout the entire series and who have had very um, empathetic moments towards, and then moments where you're just like, dude, you're an asshole um, yeah. because you're a soup. And, and, but him not being able to be a part of the team, um, the way he was like you, he's been, he's been a fish out of water this entire season um, and then to, to be faced with what the reality is, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of rambling here, but my, my point is I, I really like a train continues to be a character that I feel like in the very first season, I was like, okay, he'll, he'll be like out of the show or he won't be that pivotal, but he, he continues to worm his way in. It's like, no, I'm a very... Yep three-dimensional character and yeah they're using him very well they're using him very very well yeah i thought yeah with the yeah that, that to me that was just really like shows how how they own these people i mean they you know that they have and yeah, and like you're saying, the whole the whole the, the superficial nature and and heartlessness of like yeah. But they want to be owned. Yeah, yeah. But it's no, but it, it's just, just say it. But yeah. legitimately A Train and Homelander, same type of person. Like A Train actually got to experience a lot of the season with the thought of like what life would be like if I didn't didn't have my powers because he couldn't right. use his powers at, at the risk of his life. So yeah. But now he not only is alive, but he's able to use his powers. But oh, he he does recognize like how that that power can be abusive and corrupted. Yeah, and at what cost? Because now, like the very thing that you know, as A Train was trying to like, you know, get you know become woke, I guess, for lack of a better term, right. <laughs> and and really. Um, you know, really see what the, the, you know, really see the cynical corporate machine that bought is and really trying to like, you know, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this um, philosophical debate you you hear sometimes of like, you know, you know, where he's trying to like improve things from within the system. Whereas, you know, whereas Huey and Butcher and everything else, like, we're going to tear down a system. And, you know, you're seeing that that war went on and A-Train's is the personification of it. Like you said, he's a real three. They really have to made him into a real three dimensional character here. And right. so now and so now he's like. He's going to, you know, so he, you know, now he's got he, like you said, he saw his life without powers. And and then in that moment he was just so enraged, you know, with with what happened with Blue Hawk. He like, I'll just risk it all, and and I'm gonna tear the system down. And he, you know, killed you know killed Blue Hawk. But then they took the one thing from Blue Hawk to, to like give 
A-Train the ability to do the thing that he, prior to all this, made him special in his eyes. And, and now he's and now he's got to like realize like oh I you know the the very thing I that I have that I had this epiphany where I'm tearing it down now is giving me life again to do do to do this so is he going to use this to like continue to try to change things within the system or is he going to use it to like bring the system down I mean it's just a great thing that they've like set up with this with them get donating Blue Hawks Hawk you know, taking, putting Blue Heart, Hulk's heart in, in A-Train's chest. Right, right. And and to move on from some of the three, a three-dimensional character, we're going to talk about two-dimensional characters because, oh my God, Black Noir's cartoons. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm serious. I, I was so happy to yeah. see every Black Noir scene play out in this most recent episode just yeah. because... I wasn't expecting cartoons. I wasn't either. I I was I was just like, oh, so we get some musical action this season and cartoon like cartoon space jam happening. Um, but the more I think about the episode and those cartoons in particular, it it didn't just show you. It wasn't just about they they were able to combine exposition mm-hmm. from from one person's perspective who does not talk mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um through and at the same time allow these character work to play out and yeah. i mean every time they cut to like no guys don't forget he's literally in a rundown place by himself like this is all in his head or whatever is left of his head and and they did it purposely not only for his character but for soldier boy as a as a whole as well to really explain no this is what happened Mm -hmm. and this is how abusive and horrible soldier boy was in reality um which makes all the sense of why he's homelander's father yep (laughs) Bitch. <laughs> I, okay, call me crazy. And I never said this in an episode. So you can, you can say like, no, she didn't. But for whatever reason, I thought that was already known. <laughs> I thought, I thought people would like, maybe not Butcher and Huey, but I kind of like, I don't know. There was something about it where I'm just like, I mean, as soon as I said it out loud, I was like, yeah, okay. And that, that's why this, the twist didn't blow me away. Or I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. It was because I was like, no, that makes all the logical studs in the world. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I, I, it's not an, oh my God, I can't believe no. they did that. It was more like, well, duh. Yeah, I, I had I had the same reaction. I, I You know, that I was like... It didn't blow me away. It, it it just seemed like it just seemed, yeah. It makes sense. It, it, I mean, yeah, seriously, yeah. one plus one equals two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there. Yeah, well, and it, and I think and you're I think you're right. You you never did say this before in any other episode, but but we when but when you think back to the season and you think about like you know we, but we did talk about how. Homelander and 
you know, Homelander and Maeve and uh, Soldier Boy and the Crimson Comet, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're, they were track, they, they were tracking it like all season. When you, mm-hmm. when you, when you stop and think about all the, the things they've, they've, that, that led to that moment where Homelander, you know, where they, when, and when we get the reveal. Well, all, all serious, because I mean, yeah. The last season was all about Homelander being a father, and then we yep. get this incredible moment between Maeve and Homelander this episode, yeah. where, oh my god, yeah. this is why Maeve is a great character, because yep. she she squares off, and ugh, like, I, I, was, I was asking, I was asking, why is Maeve still alive? Like, what is going on here? I've been questioning this this entire season, and she, she asked the same question, because she's smart. And and he he definitely explained why he yep. definitely explained why he he wants that womb <laughs> he wants <Yep>. the eggs <laughs> he wants the eggs yep <laughs> he wants the eggs. um man which which does explain but like how long has Maeve been captured like dude it, it wouldn't take that long to harvest eggs like like what are you doing here? yeah yeah. That yeah, that's true, and and me, but I guess Homelander's been you know busy out there like going off script <laughs> at, at campaign rallies and and you know getting his ass handed to him by Huey and and Butcher and and Soldier Boy, but so yeah, so maybe it just took it finally got around to it where he's like okay, I need, I need to, to like show but that, that that to me that 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 moment was definitely an all-timer moment for for me as far as this series whenever you know is that concealer yeah <laughs> you know? and yeah. then yeah uh and it's yeah i'm and happy it, today because it's the first time i've seen you afraid which yeah yeah i mean i didn't think that I would be able to, they would be able to ever top the character moments, the amount of character moments that happen in a single episode after Herogasm. But Mm -hmm. this episode seven, I have to say is brilliant. Yeah. Just because while you have, while you have all of this stuff, like all, all of the critical moments with Homelander, um, the A-Train reveal, um, the octopus um, sex session with the deep who yep. is amazing. Um, you also have this, this great thing play out, but that I wasn't expecting with butcher and Huey mm-hmm. and butcher is stuck in his past and relives some of the most traumatic moments from it um, that involve his abusive father and his brother who he left behind. And, and which just reinforced why this dynamic, this father, son, brother, whatever you would have it, relationship that Butcher and Huey has built over the past three seasons. It's, it's like the core of the show, yeah. um, which is just heartbreaking when Annie tells Butcher what the, the, the um, temp V is doing to their minds. And at the end of the day, Butcher being butcher um doesn't tell Huey. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and is leading him down this path. Yeah, that 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 was a real like I did you know it's consistent with with Butcher 
and and just how at the end of the day it's all about the mission but it was very heartbreaking after like, like you said getting that trauma and 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 moment is seeing you know because i think they touched on it some last season with butcher and his father on the balcony if i recall um but then you know but then we see what happened to liam and and then annie shares that with them and then he just like we got to get some more v and i was like no 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 and and I, but, but I wonder if like with Kamiko getting her power, well, but she's, but she already had, but see the thing is with Kamiko getting her power respect, she already had V in her. And then, cause I think, you know, if I recall, if a regular person takes normal V, it will kill them anyway. So, you know, I don't know if there's like, you know, now that they've people taken have, this. People that, have speculated what you're hinting at about yeah. how they, they still have more um permanent v available that potentially one of the characters could take during yeah. that season finale yeah um yeah so maybe that's you know that that's that's the escape hatch that they will have so that they, they don't die but it's just again it's just like it just shows how flawed butcher is and and, and also you know I mean, we, you know, and, and we've dealt with this throughout this season with Butcher and, and Mother's Milk and, you know, why Butcher is like the MM, you're, you know, the real heart of this team and keeping this thing going because Butcher knows at the end of the day, he's just, he's just a worthless d- dirt bag that will do everything. And he needs MM to be the, the consciousness of the team so that, you know, hopefully he, you know, MM can pull Huey, Huey back to being the Huey that, you know, Annie fell in love with and, 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 and won't continue to take the V. And that was another, you know, speaking of moments, even in episode and here back in Hero Gasm when Annie and Huey are, you know, when Huey teleports Annie out of, of the, mm-hmm. of the house. I mean, that was another strong character moment where Huey really, you know, where, you know, he was like, you know, was really honest there too about like, it did bother him that he was always getting saved and, 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 and he was lying to Annie about how he felt and stuff. So, I mean, there's just, you're right. I mean, these two episodes are just really this amazing character, amazing character episodes that, that, you know, why this show really just heads above so many things that's, that's out there on television and why, like you were saying earlier, why it's hard for you know for other things to really shine over that <laughs> because it's just it's just so strong yeah it's um it just casts it, such a shadow it, it's impressive to have a character a villain like homelander who we spoke to uh, spoke to it last season if i recall correctly um where he's a horrible person but a part of me as a viewer I have hope for humanity in him. I have no idea why. Yeah. I of three seasons, he's done horrible things, and yet I'm still like, he's, well, you're you're still good. There's still a speck of goodness, and and at yeah. the same time, any time he is with a character, especially not a character without powers or even with powers, I'm just like, dude, you better be careful because you don't know if he's gonna kill you. Right, right. I mean, 
like like the conversation with Maeve, conversation with um, I think her name's Natalie. I, yeah. y- y- you, it's been three seasons, and yet I never know if he's going to kill a character in a scene. Right, right. I can't. Yeah. I've never experienced that with other show, other shows or characters, and it's just hats off. And and I can totally understand why. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm like the the show will end once they remove him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if can do this again. <laughs> yep, yep. That that that'll be the end of the show. Yeah, that, that's that's that, that's that's a stage left because you can't after with no Homelander, there's there's no the boys. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. It'd be just a very very long epilogue season of like, yeah, okay. Just yeah. wanted to know where everybody rounded up, but yeah. Um, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, uh, you can find me at Will M Polk W I L L M P O L K. And you can Twitter. find me on Twitter at S J Belmont S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate. Follow and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever.